the part that stuck out to me when Peter and John, um, when they was together, and the, and the lame man that was laying beside of the temple, and Peter said, "Look upon you know, look upon me, seven gold as I have none, such as I have. Let it be unto you." Um, that just let me know that that he had faith in what was on the inside of him, and he believed that. Uh, that it was nothing else that can help him, but he knew that if this guy would have faith, if this lame man would have faith and believe that he would be healed. And then Jesus, uh, he said that the word was taught, and he went into the synagogues that he, as he taught the word, um, he was healing diseases and, um, you know, all manner. Uh, just like right now, we all got to be taught and not just be taught we have to believe the word and if we believe the word um, our faith will grow and our power of of uh you know of healing and um it all it all will it will come uh before us we'll be able to work in those and those beliefs so um just like peter and john we just all have to believe what's on the inside and stand on it, and uh, and it's not about you know um, what's around us, what's going on. It's what's on the inside. That's what I got. On the power, I guess. As she began to teach, the other scriptures that we've had in the past kept jumping out at me. And my example would be like uh, the fruits of the Spirit. And all of them work on love. Without love, none of them will work. Uh, the gift of healing is one I imagine most people have a problem with. Because they say, they're not getting healed. They're not getting healed. Whose fault is it? As she began to teach, uh, you may be healed, but it's up to you to stay healed. That's what I got at that point in the healing. And the example would be like Benny Hinn on TV who had the gift of healing. Uh, he, uh, when people come come forward, they, they are healed. But if they don't stay healed, it's not his fault. So that's a, a good lesson learned. Uh, the gift of faith, uh, that's a powerful one. Because without the gift of faith, you can't do too much of nothing. Uh, you can ask any person that's sick and been sick for a while. They'll tell you right quick that faith, they have a problem with it sometimes. And when they have that pain, some of them don't know how to deal with it. And when the doctors and the workers come out and they look at them and they talk to them and they say we can't give you no more for that pain medication no more of that pain medication and they're in serious pain I've heard some people say they felt like they was on fire and the same one said they felt like they was on fire is dead today but the gift of faith gives you a way out which is truth and once you understand how the gift of faith will work you have a better outlook 
and be easy on you if you go through the hardships of life. Um, the gift of faith. The gift of faith is a supernatural gift that's given by inspiration of the Holy Spirit for us to believe in things that are impossible. What is impossible for man is possible for God. Um, and for those to, to have faith for others to see that God is God and that God's word is sure and whatever God's word says that it will come to pass. Um, we have different gifts of faith. We have different faith. Uh, we have strong faith as Abraham had faith to believe what God said and he took God's word over what his body looked like. We have um, great faith. Great faith is great faith. Faith is to stand. Having great faith is stronger than having little faith. The faith where you kind of waver, you believe, and you don't believe. Um, it's wavering faith, I believe. As Peter, when he walked the water, he had that strong faith, but then he took his eyes off Jesus and he began to sink. Then um, Jesus asked him, told him, oh, ye of little faith, because he doubted. Um, the gift of healing is a supernatural gift that is given by the Holy Spirit um, to heal of all manners of sickness and diseases, um, like, um, I think this kind of goes together, faith and healing, um, with the centurion, to me it kind of goes together, with the centurion when he asked Jesus, told Jesus that he didn't have to come to his house, just speak the word, and he believed that his servant would be healed, so he had strong faith to believe that if God, Jesus just spoke the word, that that word would travel and that his servant would be healed. Um, working of miracles. Working of miracles overrides the laws of nature to where it's not something that you would expect to happen. It's nothing that man can do. It can only be done by God. Uh, some more said, like, um, when the Red Sea was parted, I think Sister T and... Um, they walked on dry land. Um, that's it. Um, if y'all only knew what this teaching did for me, I have been wanting to say this for a long time. Faith for me, oh my God, I have such a great faith in God and to trust God and to believe in God. It's been 19 years since I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. I've been standing on God's word, having faith in what God say. Not what man say. Y'all, if we could only just grab hold to what my mind thinks so much on what God says, stuff around me, things around me in this world, it doesn't 
they don't phase me. It don't phase me a bit. It just don't phase me. And the miracle is my grandbaby, when my daughter did drugs for eight months, didn't receive any treatment for my grandson. He got all his fingers, all his toes, everything he is doing, everything that a child should do. Healing for me. Oh, God. Oh, God. I was um, at work probably about three months ago, I'll say. And and I know I, I stood up here and I gave you all my testimony about how I was going through with the bleeding and all of that stuff. And I was at work. I was at work. And I got sick. I got sick. I was feeling weak. I, I got. I was feeling real weak and real tired. And and I was like, I, I I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. I can't. I can't stay here, Robert. I gotta go. I can't hardly stand up. So I called my son, which which is Jarvis. He was home at the time, and I called him, and I said, Jarvis, I'm gone. I'm gonna go ahead and go to the, the emergency. No, 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 no. I say, Jarvis, come get me. I'm going to go home and lay down. And Jarvis said, no, Mama, you're going to the emergency room. So Jarvis made me go to the emergency room. I went to the emergency room. When I got to the emergency room, I had the doctors at an awe because the doctor, my blood count was at a three. And I was up talking, laughing, and joking around with the doctors. And the doctors say, you're not supposed to be talking to me. You're supposed to be passed out. And I was like, I had to let him know. I said, that's what the blood of Jesus will do for you. It'll keep you. So I know that God is a healer. I know that God works miracles, y'all. I just think on the things above. Oh, my God, I just thank God so much. Because I just, oh, my God, I just, I can't. I don't, I don't, I just don't, I, I can't explain it. People be like, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to have common sense. Common sense to me is not sticking your hand in a, a fire ant bed, not, not sticking your hand on a hot stove. But the word of God said that by Jesus' stripes, I was already healed. We take that so lightly. We don't take that and apply it to our lives. And I just, that's what I've been doing for so long. I've been applying the word of God to my life and I just want all of us to just grab hold so we can walk and we can see the miraculous. We can see the lame walk. We can see the blind see. We can see. We can just see that. We can do it, guys. We got it on the inside of us only if we believe. gift of faith is faith where you hear the word of God and no matter what else you hear you stand on his word and um, I would like to give an example of how when God told me I was going to have my salon I was 20 years old, I think, 19 or 20. And I trusted and believed in what God said, rather I saw it or not. So for, okay, I was 20, 
I don't know what year that was. I didn't get my first salon, y'all, till I was till 2002. But when I heard that word, I trust and believe I was going to get it. Like Abraham, which I ain't waited as long as he did for that son. But I trust and believe my, my salon was there. I was buying. Had nowhere to put it. <laughs> but I was buying stuff used. I was going all to Atlanta, renting a truck, loading it up, me and Angie. I mean, I saw it. And I went on the word and what the word said. And that's the gift of faith. You go after what God say, no matter what man say or what you don't have. And my father always said, um, Kim, if you want to be a hairstylist, you always done good doing hair. I'll get you your own salon. So I was like, yes, I got my daddy back. I have my own salon. So natural faith would have put their mind on what man can do. But when my daddy died in 2001, I never looked at God what happened to my salon because my faith wasn't in my daddy. It was in God still. And I knew God was going to give me just what he said. I never stopped. I continued to get the things I needed to get. So when I walked into my new salon, I was debt free. I didn't have to pay nobody. Nothing. I didn't have to rent nothing. Everything was paid for. And I would like to say um, miracles. And to me, this was a miracle and healing and all in one. I don't know if my mom remember, but when I was younger, we were on this choir. It was probably about a hundred or more. And we used to travel and uh, we were in Burlington. And before we went, my brother, which was a clown, played a lot. He, I was walking past him. He was laying on the couch and he grabbed me by the foot and I tripped. My thumb, my um, big toe, it swelled up really big. And I couldn't fit my feet in the shoe. And so, I don't know, y'all know how traditional churches are, but you march in. So we were at this big, whatever they were having, I don't remember. I was young. But we were supposed to be marching in, and here I can't walk with a shoe. I, I didn't have a shoe that I could fit. So we got to the hotel that we were staying at, my old pastor's uh, wife, the first lady, she caught me into her room, and my my big toe was huge. It was really huge. She laid hands on my toe, and I watched that big toe go down like not, like it was like it was before I got hurt. And um, that was the working of miracles. And to me, I mean, to me, it was working of miracles because it went from big to nothing and a gift of healing all working together. And it was her gift of faith that worked it, and I saw the signs and wonders. And um, I would also like to say, which y'all hear um, Brother Skeet talk and um, Apostle about our forefathers, our aunts, uncles, they had great faith. They didn't believe in medicine. So I grew up hearing that from my mom how this person didn't take medicine. This person didn't. They just trusted and believed on the word of God. So I grew up hearing that, and I was like, wow. I used to be like, wow. And we grew up in our house not taking nothing but aspirin and Pepto-Bismol. 
So even now, it's kind of hard to take medicine. I, I, if I have a headache, I just trust and believe, God, you're gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna go away because I know healing is within me. And I learned that as a young age, hearing it from my mom talking about her aunts and uncles. But that's why I say. Is that everybody? I'm gonna close with this testimony. Um, I had another opportunity to talk to the contractor that's doing the church. And each time I come in here, we'll stop and we'll talk about Jesus, how good he is. And, and every time it doesn't fail when we're talking about the Lord and the Lord is ministering, he just cry. His work just stopped and he just started crying. So we're talking about healing. We're talking about faith. And he began to share with me about a man he knew. And this man that he knew, he um, got this lung disease um, from um, dealing with wood all the time. And they told him that every month he had to get uh, fluid drained off of his lungs, which cost him $12,000 a month. And finally, it got to a point that the doctor told him, there's nothing else we can do. So he was preparing himself. He was like this for like six years, a lot of years. So he was preparing himself to die. So he went to church um, one night and was this, I guess it was an Asian woman or a woman um, began to talk um, with him and tell him, the Lord told me to tell you to take this type of oil and rub it on your chest. So this man, he said, he just went home and he just went in one ear and went out another ear and he didn't do it. He said about four months later, it's like the Lord woke him up about three in the morning and said, you being disobedient to what I said. So he said he went back to church, and the same woman met him and said, the Lord gave me a message 3 o'clock this morning, you being disobedient to what I said. So he went back home, and he began to rub in that oil on his chest, and he just kept doing it. And he had to have treatments every 12 hours, but he kept rubbing his chest with that oil. So he went to his wife, and he told his wife, he said, I can breathe. She said, I hope you can breathe. He said, no, I really can breathe. So he went in the shower. He could never take hot showers. So finally, he took a hot shower, and he got through the shower. So through doing what God instructed him to do, he went back to the doctor, and the doctor did um, some more x-rays and told him, your lungs are perfectly normal. And this is truth. So what I'm saying is the power gifts and all of these gifts that y'all have been taught on is not for us to have the word and not apply the word, meaning that whatever you get taught on when you go out, the Holy Spirit is going to operate these gifts in you as he wills. He know each individual that you're going to meet on a daily basis that needs something that you have. This is why Peter said, silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, I give unto you. Peter knew what he had. He knew he had the name of Jesus. But in order for that name to operate, he had to have faith in that name. And he also knew he had the gift of healing on the inside of him. So when you know you have these gifts on the inside of you and your desire is for these gifts, God is not going to allow you to go somewhere and be in front of a sick person and not operate in these gifts. So you don't come up in here just to get these teachings to sit dormant and just say, you know, it don't work. It never has worked. That's not believing what the word says that it will do. So everywhere we go, God will put us in contact with somebody 
that need what you have. He's not going to let you sit there if there's a need there without stirring up those gifts on the inside of you, which it works by love. If you don't know God's love, if you haven't experienced his love, it's because you haven't experienced a relationship with him to the point of knowing that God is love. And he loved each and every one of us. And I don't care what a person did, when they did it or how they did it. God will stir up a gift in you to let them know I love you outside of what you've done to heal you today, to deliver you today, to set you free from what you're going through today. Me and my husband was out today, and we were sitting down eating, and um, I was walking past this lady, and I have to just say this. When I seen the lady sitting over there to the side, it was like, go sit with that lady. I'm like, nope, I'm going over here. That's exactly what I said. I said, nope, I don't know that lady. <laughs> I'm going to sit over here. How about I look up and she's standing in front of me. I said, Jesus, she said, she said, I know you. And I'm just sitting there looking. She said, I know you. You're that minister. <laughs> You're that minister. I, I watch you. I'm like, well, praise Jesus. But I wasn't going to say anything. But after she finished, I said, God got a word for you. And when God gave her the word, she going back to her seat just as happy, eating her chicken. I said, look at Jesus. He set that up because I'm like, nope, I'm going to sit right over here. And I looked up, and there she is looking at me like a deer in headlights. I'm like, okay, God, you brought her over here, so I'm going to do what you tell me to do. Why am I saying that? God will not miss an opportunity to make himself known. And he's known through you. Do not go out without representing who you are in him. And you don't have to force it. The only thing you got to do is get in your word on a daily basis. And as you go, he go with you. He say, lo, I'm with you always, even until the end. Do what the word of God tell you to do. Amen. Do we have anything else? Gloria. Um, I wanted to say this about the um, gift of healing. I was telling the apostle about it um, last um, week, probably in um, 2004, before I became an actual member of Miracle Temple. Whenever I wasn't having church, I would come to Burgall and um, sit up under her teachings. And she was preaching um, at a funeral home one night during the week. And um, she was um, teaching the word and everything. So then there came a time where she said, baby, she said, come here. And I came up, and she was like, um, the gift of healing is operating through you. Um, lay hands on, she said, everybody form a line if you need to be healed. And she said, lay hands on these people. And so... I got ready to lay hands on them, and I said, in the name of Jesus, and she came, and she said, baby, you don't have to say anything. All you have to do is lay hands on them, and y'all, I had got reports where people were literally, where the gift of healing was in operation, as he will, where they were literally healed of stuff that they could not um, be healed otherwise through, like, medication and doctors. Deacons, come up and turn us out, and we'll do our offering. I want to share one thing. Kim made me think of it. 
growing up, our house was the same way. It didn't matter whatever happened to your mom. Be like, did you take aspirin? If you broke your leg, did you take aspirin? And so it didn't matter. And uh, we were at, we were at her doctor's appointment one time, and we were talking about different medicines. And I said, I don't understand. I said, how does like when they give a, a person a medicine for their heart for something specific? And he said, well, they do these tests, and they know that certain cells take up you know, this this type of chemical or whatever. And he said, in actual, he said, to, in today's, um, today's society, he said, aspirin would never be allowed to be given to the public because it does so much damage. And how many years have we always, we always took aspirin. You took it for everything. But he said, he said, it's got so many adverse side effects to it. So... We 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 gotta believe in God, y'all. Can we stand for offering? Father God, we just